Hello and welcome back to the Corner Kick. My name's Nathan. I'm with my friend and co-host Aaron. How are you today, Aaron? Hi, Nathan. I'm great, thanks. Ready to talk about some football madness. Great stuff. Uh, I assume you've just watched the, the Liverpool Spurs game. Three one to Liverpool. What a result that is. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a great result. Uh obviously the speculations on Liverpool with the defence and stuff like that, but it looks like they're back on top and they could be challenging for that title top top of the table. Yeah, although you've have had Van Dijk out, a couple of defenders injured, it's not really been the defence where You've been in trouble. I mean, Henderson's filled in, Fabinho's filled in, done a great job, may I add. But up the top, up the top of the pitch, Salah, Mane, they've not been firing, but tonight they look back to the best, didn't they? Yeah, you're right. Um, Mane obviously got he got a goal, uh, and I'm glad that um, the right back Trent got a goal that he thoroughly deserves it. I think he's one of the best right backs in the uh, in the world, and he's had a lot of pressure on him lately. But it's good to see him back on the score sheet. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of criticism. Um, I think with Trent, we expect him to play to such a high level, attacking-wise. I mean, maybe he can work on his defensive game. That's always something that's talked about. But recently, he hasn't been getting as many assists or goals. So it is good to see a young Englishman on the score sheet again. And hopefully, he will get back to his best now. It's not good to see players get slayed online, I don't think. Yeah, you're right. It's... Um... Well, Trent obviously he had he had he's had two like marvelous se- seasons uh, with the assists he's got um, coming up into attack and stuff like that. Obviously, he's been criticised with his um, the way he defends, but I think ultimately is the is the complete right back. Yeah, and a big game for Liverpool this weekend. They go away to West Ham, so it is actually fourth versus fifth. West Ham are on fire at the moment. They're doing really well. The new signings, Kufal and Suchek, have settled in really well. How do you think you'll get on at the weekend? Well, West Ham usually usually uh, scrape a couple of goals against the big sides and stuff like that. They they can they draw a lot against uh, the likes of Man United and uh, the Chelsea's. But yeah, they're doing they are doing really well. David Moyes has put put his foot into the into the gear and he's proven that um, this lower league, the lowest um, capable teams can compete for the top four. Yeah, it's it's a weird season with West Ham, Southampton, Leicester all up there. However, Moyes is doing a brilliant job at West Ham and that has to be recognised, especially as he's had COVID twice as well and managed through that period. <laughs> uh, a signing he has made this week is Jesse Lingard on loan from Man United. How do you think he'll get on at West Ham? Well, obviously, it was a bit touchy-feely with uh, the Jesse Lingard situation at United. He had a, he had a, what, one great season and stuff like that and he's been, he gets criticised like, all the time, I think he's capable. Obviously, in the World Cup, he showed that he can get, he can bring goals to uh, the England side. I think, I think it's a great signing for West Ham. I think he'll prove himself, and I think that he'll get a few goals for the club. Yeah, the thing with Jesse Lingard is it's another same situation as Trent. I mean, Trent's got a lot more time on his hands to change his game around. Jesse Lingard that season played number ten for Jose Mourinho, I believe it was. He was absolutely insane. He was getting assists, scoring goals. And the thing about Jesse Lingard as well, he's a team player, so he'll make runs which selfish players wouldn't make. So he can get his teammates in better positions and set his teammates up rather than just score all the time as well. So since then, his form's dipped. Since the World Cup as well, his form has dipped. He's had a bit of family trouble. So for United fan, I am hoping the best for him and I hope he gets 
back on form at West Ham and starts scoring again. And he's under a good manager, David Moyes. They know each other from the time at United. So hopefully he can get firing again. And on from Jesse's current team to his old team, Man United, they lost the other night against Sheffield. What did you think of that? Well, it's always a good uh, thing seeing United lose, but uh, I've got to say, bottom of the league, Sheffield United, the scrape that win, um, the goal that they did score, it was a scrappy uh, deflection, which De Gea had no chance really, but it's one of them, like, they need the they need the points and they got it against uh, who they were top United but now it's City. Yeah, and I think for me it was more complacency for United than anything. They looked like they went into the game expecting to win, and you can't do that with any team at this level. And you're right, Sheffield maybe did get a bit of luck with the goals. The first one maybe could have been disallowed for a foul on De Gea. The second one, it was a deflection, but it should have been cleared a long time before that. However, United didn't do enough to win the game either. I mean, I can't recall any clear-cut chances. I know Maguire got the goal. However, we were just passing the ball from side to side. No one had that urgency, which we've seen in recent weeks. So it was a bit disappointing for me. And I would hope they'd look to rectify it against Arsenal on the weekend, which will be a tough game. Well, yeah, you're right. Um... The 11-man brick wall Sheffield United had was it was that it was out of this world. They were playing the pink wall, behind the pink wall. I, the uh, they were playing great defensively and stuff like. Obviously, United brought uh, Edison Cavani off on like near the end, but he never he never made an impact. So really, Sheffield United obviously Wilder the manager he, he deserved the win. Yeah, and Edison Cavani, a name you mentioned there, he had to start for me. When he doesn't start, United are a complete different team. He's really making a good stride in English football, and I think he deserves to start against Arsenal. How do you think United will get on against Arsenal? Well, Arsenal, obviously, we've been speaking about Arsenal all the way through these podcasts, and uh, yeah, obviously, the... They're not doing too well this season, but when are they doing well? But they can, scrap, they can scrape wins against the big teams, obviously, because they are classed in my head as a top five Premier League side. And obviously, I could see it being a, a lot of goals in that game. Yeah, and they have already beat Man United this season, let's just remember, 1-0 at Old Trafford. And this one's at the Emirates. They did beat Southampton last week in the Premier League. So maybe hitting a bit of form now. What scoreline would you go for, Aaron? Um, well... It's funny because I always say in the big games there's never that many goals, nil-nils, but then you go to the United-Liverpool uh, game in the FA Cup uh, a few <laughs> days ago when it was 3-2, you know, and I, I think I predicted nil-nil for that. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it could be I'm going to go 2-2. Great stuff. I'm going to go for 1-1 and that is be hoping as well because if we play anything like we did against Sheffield, we've got no chance. <laughs> That, that is all we've got time for today, folks. So thank you again for listening. We will be back on Sunday with a career mode episode if you're watching on YouTube. Newcastle United career mode, Toon Army to the top, 6pm. And we will be back on Monday with another podcast, a weekend roundup to see how what's happened over the weekend. So thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye.